Welcome, everybody, to episode 128 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I am your host, Jack. Facts checking. I don't think that's right. I don't think no? that's right. Oh, no. No. Did I mess it Again. He messes it up again. It's what? 100 and... Don't... Jack. Jack. Yes, it's 129, Jack. See, oh. you. if you ever needed to know if Jack pays any attention to these things before we start recording just listen to any number of episodes where he has continued to mess up the episode i pay number. attention <laughs> i take offense to that sir i pay attention every week and i think to myself oh this is episode 128 right yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i said 127 last week yeah 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 we're fine we're fine all right let's give jack the benefit of the doubt and just say that we're caught in an endless time loop where it is always episode 128 Oh, we gotta do we gotta do Savage Garden parts one through four over and over uh-huh. until we die. That's what we're locked in, Jack. You did this I to us. Look at this piss. Yeah, you gotta look at the piss. No, Andy. Oh God, but yeah, guys, this is Andy. That's Jack. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. And on this show, we read comics and we talk about comics, and you know, continually make complete asses of ourselves on recorded radio <laughs> yeah th- this show has sort of just become like a living record of our lives during the past three years and that's weird to think about <laughs> like i'll be old and gray and i'll dig up the mp3 files and jack them into my brain stem be like oh yeah i did do this <laughs> piss oh, piss. <laughs> piss oh boy Oh god! But yeah. until we're all wrinkled and gray and dead in the ground, we have a lot of comics to get through until that point. Very, very <laughs> true. So we're picking back up with Operation Savage Garden Part Five in Part Six: Stone Ocean. Ain't that mm-hmm. right, Jack? Mm-hmm. And if you're curious what chapter this is. Because Manga Dex is down again, I have to use Batoto, and it says it's chapter 638. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I like that. Oh, um, that's fun. And also, if you hear the sound of plows outside, it just snowed. So, <laughs> <laughs> what snow? I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Alright, we open where we just were with uh, the alarm was going off. There was a whole chase scene with Jolene, Weather Report, and our good friend Lang Wrangler, named after the jeans. <laughs> um, and we're in this uh, this guard outpost. Uh, we, I'll, I'll do this first guy. Okay. <clears throat> Did uh, something happen here? Uh, warning alarm activated at Hall 7B. No. We're not entirely sure yet. Those that are approxim are proximal to the area. What the jack? What does proximal mean? Uh, in proximity to something. Oh, that would make sense. I, I don't think uh, I've ever seen it. Uh, proximal. Yeah, it's a weird word choice. But again, <laughs> fan translations are just a whole hodgepodge of word salad. And like, yeah, <laughs> ugh, doesn't. It's fine. Those that are proximal to the area are checking in right now, but my guess is that nothing significant has happened. Since this hall is so large, there are no cameras, and also Hallway 7B, it just connects to the factory. There is no possibility of a fire or a prisoner uprising. Seems to have responded to some stimulus, but there shouldn't be anything to worry about. Oh boy, here's the man. Here he is. Here's Enrico Pucci. No. There's no cause for worry. I trust this prison and its prisoners completely. It was getting a bit loud, so I became curious and wanted to see what was going on. Of course, please don't worry, Father. We are we are you are aware that during these twenty years there have been no successful prison breaks from this facility. Am I correct? And anyway. The only thing outside of this hall is the courtyard. No idiot would want to attempt an escape from here. Smash cut to Jolie. I am that idiot. 
What was that? What was that meme where it's like the the lady standing in front of the the slide that just says like I am that bitch. I will never improve. I will never take criticism. Or something like that. And like <laughs> that's Jolene to a T. Yeah, love her. My curiosity is firing again, but the clock on the wall, is it correct? Yes, of course. It's 11.58. It's almost lunchtime. Attack, 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 attack. Bringing up phone records. Poochie's eyes are weird. I don't know if that's been addressed yet. Poochie's eyes are just like a star. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're supposed to be crosses. Like, he, he's oh, so yeah. obsessed with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that crosses have appeared in his eyes. Oh, boy. I have a favor to ask of you again. This list of outgoing phone calls. I want to hear what they were saying. May I ask you if I can hear it now? From the woman's ward, telephone number 16. It happened about 10 minutes ago. Smash cut back to whatever nonsense is going on here. <laughs> yeah, there uh, a vacuum was created because all of the air around... Uh, Weather and Jolene lost mass um, because uh, Mr. Wrangler's ability is to give something uh, zero gravity. Um, And it's really messing them up bad. These gaps, we have to close them. If we don't seal these up, we're going to suffocate. No, Jolene, we're not underwater. Suffocation isn't the problem. What we have to worry about is getting is getting killed by our blood boiling. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that's a real worry. If the air pressure keeps on decreasing, blood will start to boil like hot water, even at room temperature. They die anyway, anyway, but if there's a vacuum in a zero-gravity environment before they even get a chance to suffocate, a human will completely dry up in about 20 seconds. Yeah... Hmm. I guess. I, I, I feel like this is just one of those things where, like, everybody just... Everybody knows that if you're in a vacuum, you will die. But there seems to be a hundred different things that people will say will happen to you in a vacuum. Uh, yeah, I mean, they all might happen, honestly. Yeah, like, all at the same time. Um, Right after Weather says that... Uh, Jolene and Weather are bleeding from, like, every hole in their body, by the way. <laughs> it's like... And they're getting sucked through holes in the wall. Uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jumping Jack Flash uh, fires off a bunch more, like, just random debris. Stone Free manages to deflect most of it, but they're thrown against the wall by the force of the impact. Um, oh, this is cool. Uh, you see uh, Lang Wrangler just with a box of garbage just pouring it into his arm. <laughs> ah, my bullets! Time to reload! <laughs> oh, for a second, I thought you were just doing a bit, but no, that's what's on the page. Yep, that's what it says. Oh my god. He'll shoot you. Get away from the door. Just try and hide somewhere. What are you talking about? We have to stop the air. My nose is bleeding like crazy. Weather report. Whoa. Uh engulfs Jolene's face with a cloud turns into some kind of mask Lang Wrangler just looks around the the corners like huh, huh? what's going what's going on here what search like, yeah the, <laughs> the sound effect is just search it's not even a sound effect it's a word bubble he says he I'm, I'm just gonna say that he says this out loud search <laughs> search <laughs> um and now we see oh my god it's the biggest fuck it's cool i like it but it's, it's really <laughs> dumb don't breathe too heavily i gathered the remaining air from the room and surrounded our bodies with clouds that to stabilize the air pressure the room is almost a vacuum and the only oxygen is in these clouds well at least your nosebleed stopped so weather has created spacesuits out of clouds. <laughs> it it's a powerful look, honestly. Yeah, I, I like a that. Space it, the spacesuit has adhered to their individual styles too, which I appreciate. <laughs> oh yeah, all the accoutrement on the uh, outside of their clothes was reproduced very faithfully in these spacesuits. A spacesuit with clouds? This is, uh, but. How long will we be able to breathe? That's a question I'd rather not answer, but about two minutes. It's a last resort cloud suit. 
<laughs> it's a last resort clown suit. Oh, God. So we have to approach the enemy and beat him in that amount of time, or else we'll be thrown into the vacuum? That's right, but shit. That guy isn't where we, he lo- was last time. He did too. If we don't find him, just leaving us like this is enough for him to finish us off. Hey, now that my nosebleed stopped, is there no- there's another thing I'm concerned about. Jolene, we have to find him immediately. There's something I've been thinking about. Will you listen? All right, Jolene. I said two minutes, but it might actually only be one minute. We have to find him as soon as possible. The carbon dioxide is already starting to fill this suit. Weather just wants Jolene to stop talking. (laughs) That laundry basket. It isn't floating. That one. Over there. Huh? Hmm? Huh? I touched this room's shutters, wall, and floor. That's why there's... Oh, wait. Is this this Lang Wrangler? (laughs) I don't know who's talking here. Uh, No, no. That's Weather. Because he's talking like where the where he touched the uh the things oh because anything he touches also gets that zero gravity business oh okay i yeah. touched this room shutters wall and floor that's why there's no gravity here and things are floating around the air the garbage can the chairs then then why is that laundry basket there glued to the floor and not floating around like the other and those oil drums beyond them. Are you saying that they're stuck to the floor with gum or something? Uh, this is Jillian, but that's fine. And that enemy, how is he able to breathe in this vacuum just now? Isn't his blood supposed to boil too if he's within the vacuum? That must be a stand range weather report. There's a range to this zero gravity environment. It doesn't extend to the whole room. From this machine I'm touching, it's about 20 meters away. The zero gravity ends there. Where that laundry basket is. There's gravity. There! The air escapes only from the area around me, and it never comes within this zero-gravity environment. We can't see it, but it's surrounding us. Outside this 20-meteor radius, the enemy won't come in here either, and that's why he can breathe normally, because he's outside of the weightless zone. There has to be air if you can get over there. The vacuum will end and the air pressure. Everything will be normal in that area. You have to go weather report he's outside of the vacuum if you don't get more air right now it'll be impossible for us to defeat him you might be right beyond that basket oh gosh how how does this look to you uh not good (laughs) uh jolene self-sutures a wound on her arm with her string get going weather report the air pressure inside the suit is destabilizing too you have to go before this suit is blown away does a sick flip. Yeah, he absolutely launches himself. Uh, stone Wrangler. free, deflecting all of Rang- Lang Wrangler's garbage bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one hits Weather in the calf. Weather report! He keeps going. Yeah, Lang Wrangler just crawling along the ceiling like a rat. These guys are wearing clouds to ward off the vacuum. I don't know if he knows that there are guys like this. White Snake. he's making even more enemies because of this disc. Well, it still doesn't change the fact that they won't be able to escape from this vacuum, even if they realize my jumpin' Jack Flash's range. I like that jumpin' is in quotes. <laughs> like, jumpin' Jack Flash. No, this... They got they went really uh, overzealous on the single quote oh, mark because oh yeah all right I'm jumping is the abbreviation because look at flash apostrophe s apostrophe yeah <laughs> I think that's what the double quotes exist for <laughs> yeah you could that's why we got double quotes or hook quotes or whatever yeah he's got to try to shoot weather report down from the side I have to guard weather report Operation Savage Garden Part Six. He's going around me. And this suit. Did I get hit somewhere? But I don't have time to close these holes. I have to get there before all the air runs out anyway. I'm going to push my way through. Oh boy. Starts to bleed from his eyes. Oh, cool. Yeah. All the while, Wrangler tries to shoot him down with his bits of garbage. Oh, this is actually like a really cool double page spread. Um, Jolene in the background background weather taking up the entire foreground i like this a lot yeah 
uh, stone free with mouth uh, bounces all these garbage bullets back to Wrangler who absorbs some of them or just like deflects them with other bullets it's hard to tell who knows yeah uh, he's able to ricochet his trash bullets around the oil can uh, Jolene is in front of Jolene what is Stonefree's hand doing here? She, like, detached like, it to deflect the bullets. Like, she did, like, a zoom punch. Yeah, she did basically a zoom punch. To, like, like a floating shield. There's only a couple more meters until he gets to the area with air. doesn't matter what he's shooting at weather. I won't let him get hit. And when Weather Report replenishes his air supply, he'll finish you off right there. If you want it so much, I could give you more air. But you don't even have to get to that laundry basket. I'll give you that. I finish attacking you as of now. Oh, boy. The oil barrel that Jumpin' Jack Flash hit with the bullets starts to expand. Aw, oh, Jesus. Yep, 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 yep. I wasn't trying uh, to shoot down that guy by launching my bullets. I was shooting that oil drum. There's some air in the oil drum, right? Well, because of the vacuum, it should be expanding. And therefore, it's ready to burst. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Uh, air, uh, hole opens up just as weather is getting to the laundry basket. Like, <laughs> weather report! Crashes into weather. His entire spacesuit kind of... Uh, starts to disintegrate blood splurting out from everywhere this man's cool, 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 cool. he got blown inside again well looks like it's over for him and i don't know what's holding the clouds together since he just got blown away so quickly he shouldn't have any energy to stop himself careens into a pipe kind of tries to flip himself over in midair it's still all zero gravity it's no use Forget the energy required to propel me forward. This suit is going to be destroyed before that. Uh, Jolene f- figures out that she can use her string on her feet, sort of like anti-gravity bo- uh, boots, to like repel herself upwards, like kicks off of ha- where she had been holding, to try to get to weather. J- Jolene! What is she doing? Get back! You're a clear target! And if he makes a hole in that suit, the air left to propel you forward. You only have one try to move before the air runs out. You're a pretty quick decision maker, trying to stop the cloud guy's movement by tackling him. The opposite of what I just did with that oil drum, trying to push the cloud guy right back outside the vacuum again. It's too bad he won't be able to get there. Bang, 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 bang. Or, 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 uh, punches the bullets. I already understand. That your stand is powerful. Even with the rotational speed, your stand would be able to deflect white bullets and defend you. But that's why I prepared myself for this. I was looking for these in that corner over there. There were lots of them. Lots of them. Um, uh, what are they? It's rats. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's rats. Oh, <laughs> oh, why? Yeah, so did he shoot rats at Jolene? Is that the is that the bit here? Uh, th- yeah, I think he shot rats. Uh, yeah, and when he was... <laughs> oh, oh, God. no. And they just kind of, like, implode. Because <laughs> they're Stone in a vacuum. Free. Deflect those! And they explode all over Jolene, like rat viscera covering oh, the suit. Oh, God, why? Oh, man. I can't see! <laughs> Okay, because of that, you're blinded, so you can't defend yourself. I didn't think that you'd be able to last in my zero gravity for this long, but now I can relax and return to the men's ward. It's over, Jolene Cujo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bang, bang, bang. Weather report looks bad. (laughs) Weather report looks really bad as Jolene is perforated with these bits of garbage. Zoom in on Weather's face. Blood everywhere. Savage Garden, part seven. We got this nice uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash info page here. Ooh, would you like to read this one? Sure. Stand in, Jumpin' Jack Flash. And we get we get this like... It's a gas, gas, gas. <laughs> 
was waiting. I, I, I like all the different things it points out here. So mask, goggles, pointing at our friend Mr. Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Ability. His spit has the ability to render his enemies into a lightless state. Anything that his opponent touches also becomes weightless, even things like walls or air. By using centrifugal force, he is able to use things like bolts and screws as bullets. His aim is precise, even in zero-gravity environments. His fingers have become similar to octopus's suction cups, so he can steady himself on walls when he is weightless. His ability's zero-gravity range has a radius of roughly 20 meters from his enemy, in this case Jolene, and whatever that touched. His feet have become like suctions as well, so that's why he wear. I guess he keeps the shoes tied around his legs for storage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're in zero gravity all the time, like, it's not a bad place to put your extra shoes, like, around your ankles. Yeah. Jumping Jack Flash! It's awesome. I don't think it, I can lose to anybody with this. I'm glad I came to this prison. The ability that I picked up here. Maybe there's nothing in the world that I can't do now. I'm going to have a golden future. Nobody can stop me. I'm going to finish this mission now. Ba-bang. So many bits of garbage go through Jolene. They're all bleeding in the zero-gravity space. Ugh, God. Mm Mm-hmm. It's rough. And now I have to give this disc to Whitesnake. If only if I only knew who he or she was, I could probably beat Whitesnake too, single-handedly. Ooh, okay, that's a dangerous bub. thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, a... bub. You thought. Uh, uh, there's a couple pages of Jolene starting to release her string at our friend, Mr. Wrangler. Yeah, Wrangler notices that this string has kind of become intertwined in his, like, gyroscope wrist things. And we see that this all this string is coming out from the different bullet holes in Jolene's spacesuit. And, in fact, she has tied her string around each and every piece of debris. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought you would do this. That's why I was waiting for this. For you to reload. I was waiting for you to put them into your armband where my string caught them. The bullets that you shot at me using your centrifugal force. Ah, this string! When did you do this? Stone free! gathers up all of the string uh oh man and because it's all intertwined in wrangler's armbands like yanks him into the zero gravity sphere which is a cool effect like look at how like he drew it enveloping him yeah just like sucking into this spot oh and immediately he's in a vacuum he's weightless his blood (laughs) this is horrifying yeah he's looks like you're the one getting the direct hits from this vacuum and the one whose blood's gonna boil first it's gonna be you the one without the protective suit oh god this is disgusting this is horrifying his eyeball just came out (laughs) oh my god we've won if you don't want to die you have to release us from zero gravity right now oh he uses the shoes as storage he pulls out a water bottle The crime that I was put in here for that time. How many times did I stab her? When I killed that woman professor who taught at my college, the prosecutor said that I stabbed her 69 times. Nice. With a knife. It's that feeling. One that I haven't had in a while. That one that's coming over me right now. I won't forgive anyone who treats me like shit. That bitch. Oh, okay. So, if disinfectant peroxide solution is mixed with a manganese dioxide the chemical reaction creates oxygen that's true um so he's dropping in pellets of manganese oxide into dioxide into this bottle of probably hydrogen peroxide um for science yeah just like the oxygen is filling this jar up that feeling i get of wanting to kill is filling inside me too Eat this! I'm gonna carve your fucking epitaph on your pretty white skin! Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, 
throws the bottle that's generating oxygen into Jolene's face. It bursts, uh, completely dissipating the suit around the top half of Jolene. That's cool. Like, the, the, the gas releasing from that in this vacuum just, just spreads out the whole suit. The one whose blood is going to explode first, Jolene Cujo. It's going to be you, the one who's wounded the most. I stabbed a bitch to get in here, and now I'm going to kill you to get out of here. I'll take these powers with me, too. (laughs) This guy's dialogue is insane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Jolene's blood starts to boil. But then a visor comes over her head, and weather floats by. My cloud suit. Jolene, I don't need it now anyway. It Take it. It's enough to retrieve the disc from him. It should be enough. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Weather report. It can't be. Sh- shit. I have to think about how to get out of here. My body can't take much more. If I release the zero-gravity airflow back into the vacuum, maybe I could escape using that burst of energy. Release the zero-gravity. Jumping Jack Flash. Punch. Uh, big hook. <laughs> Ooh, like, gives him some of that face music. <laughs> you should have just released it when I told you to. You could have gotten away before using this burst of air when Stonefree and I were farther away from you. This rush of air is blowing you towards me. Yikes. <laughs> Stonefree, big mouth, uh... Ooh, Wrangler is mulched, like, aura aura into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Jolene retrieves the disc. Beyond that door is where the courtyard is. How long until the Speedwagon Foundation comes? Three minutes? Maybe two? Operation Savage Garden, part eight. Hmm, wonder who's talking here. That's hard, let me... Oh, it's weather. Okay. Once you open this door, there's a hallway, and that hallway eventually leads into the factory and the men's ward. On the right-hand wall, there are windows where you can look into the courtyard, and beyond that, you can see the revolving door. That's the gate to the courtyard. During the day, the door isn't locked and allows free entrance into the courtyard. But the problem is, this door. How are we going to open this door? Are we going to destroy it using our stands? It's just a metal door. If we had time, we could open it on the condition that there are no guards patrolling this area. I'll have a guard open it for us. We have this guy's entry pass, Wrangler mulched in this laundry basket. (laughs) We'll fool them into opening it. I see. And when the door opens, you'll knock out the guards and force your way to the courtyard. That's the only way. If we do this, you won't get away with just an attempted prison break charge. You'll probably be sentenced to more more than half a year of solitary confinement, where you won't even be able to allow to move around. I don't mind. To go to the courtyard and give the disc to someone from the Speedwagon Foundation? That's my only goal in life right now. Tap. 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 There's someone there. I can hear the guard's footsteps coming. Weather report. You should probably hide somewhere. I'll go alone from here. You're seriously wounded. And anyway, if the guard sees how much you're bleeding, he'll probably lock the whole place up. I see. I understand. Bang, 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 bang. The This is the guard's voice. We can oh. do this. What bang. happened? Why are you hitting this door? Beep. It's me, Lang Wrangler. Look at my my face mask and goggles. Is it you, Lang Wrangler? What happened? What is this commotion? Is it you? Oh, Oh, shit, bitch. On the other side of the door comes Enrico Pucci. Is it you? Won't you accompany me to my chapel? I need to have a word with you. Oh, oh, oh. oh, is this the first time uh, our our friends have seen this man, mm-hmm. right? Huh? It's not a guard. Mm. Who, who, not a prisoner, either. Those clothes. This guy is... What? What is this? This can't be. 
Oh my god, it keeps bouncing around. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> These two... What is this? This can't be. I thought he took care of everything. But this is Jolene Cujo, not Lang Wrangler. Where is he? The entry pass that was used right now, did she use it? Then that means that he failed his mission and she's still in possession of the disc. In a few minutes, someone will be in the courtyard to retrieve it. That's the priest from the prison chapel. The priest, why would he be here? To see her here, does she know? No. If she thought I was an enemy, she would have attacked by now. Enrico lunges for the alarm uh, switch. Wait, father, please, don't go near that alarm. I'm not trying to make a scene or create problems for you. Please, don't press that button. What should I do? Should I take him out? Of course I could, compared to my father's life. Just punching him wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> punching a priest to unconsciousness. Jolene's, Jolene's on a track. <clears throat> Isn't there already a problem here? You used someone else's pass and made me open this door. Where is the prisoner that this pass really belongs to? Lang Wrangler. This is the first time I've met you. I'm not going to ask you to believe me, but I'm not lying. I was assaulted by that prisoner. It was self-defense. He's in that basket there, unconscious. I have to report this to the authorities. Yes, of course. If you'll wait until after I get to the courtyard. Two minutes. No, it can only be a minute. Father, all I want to do is to get to the courtyard. That's it. Only to meet someone, and they might not even be there. In any case, I'll be back in one minute. With just a l tiny little panel of Weather's eyes, just like, uh... <laughs> He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Are you telling me to ignore your wrongdoings? Someone's life is on the line. My father's life and spirit. After a minute, I'll be willing to take any punishment. Any priest would be able to understand my position. What kind of rules could I break in a barred courtyard? I couldn't even attempt to break out. Are you alone? Is there anyone close by? No, I'm alone. I lied, but a tiny lie like this can be forgiven, and I can't be expected to talk about the disc. Please, only one minute. Don't sound the alarm for one minute. To do something for others is usually built upon what you can benefit from it. To be kind to others is to expect kindness from others as well. There is no such thing as unconditional love. Unconditional love is the expectation that you will eventually go to heaven. You may pass. I will pretend that I did not see you. But according to what you said, only for a minute. You must be back by then. Jolene turns, turns around, rushes into the courtyard. Uh, Pucci said some things there that will come back up in a big way. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, man. This man only talks in riddles and metaphors. Mm -hmm. I had to let her go, because Jolene is not alone. There's someone behind that oil drum. The oil drum that Jolene tried so hard not to look at. That was indicative of her lie. If she does indeed have comrades, I can't afford to show them that I am Whitesnake, even if it is to kill Jolene. Jolene makes it into the courtyard and sees a man standing there. The Speedwagon Foundation said the way in which that I would give him a disc, I would find out once I got here, once I got to the courtyard. A man. There's no one else around. And you. this guy turns around, and he is not from the Speedwagon Foundation. <laughs> he is a guard uh, signified by the patch on his shoulder. You can be this man. You. Do you have a pass that permits you to be here? Huh? Oh, gun? Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Just unloads into Jolene's gut with this just 45. <laughs> Looks like you don't. I see this as an attempt to escape. I wasn't planning on sounding the alarm. I'm glad I arranged for a guard to patrol the courtyard just in case. How she was going to pass the disc on? I did want to see just out of curiosity. What? Oh, it's, uh, it's a weather just screaming. What? 
What's going on? That's a great question, Weather. Mm-hmm. Um, what is there? Let's just do the next chapter just to set up for next week. Okay. We All right. So we see uh, a, a younger Poochie here. Sitting, oh, that's this. Sitting with a man with uh, a, a, a familiar yellow color scheme and clown shoes. Yeah. What? Like... Think about it for a second. How crazy must this have been in, like, 2002, 2003? Like, to just get like, a new issue of WSJ and open this chapter and just say, like, what? <laughs> yeah, just, like, this is the first page. And it's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you be this man and I'll still be Poochie. Okay. How, How many... many other oh. humans will one person meet in a lifetime? If he or she is searching for someone that will impact the way he or she lives... The number must be very few. It was in 1988 that I met a man in Egypt with the ability to stop time and befriended him. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) You open the first page and you read that and you're like, no, no. Yep, here he is. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. You thought you wouldn't see him again. (laughs) Yeah. Heavy rainfall warning activated. Part one. Here's Dio. <laughs> there might be a way to go to heaven. The man who came from Egypt one day suddenly said this to me. The man was young and beautiful, and he had an aura around him as he had been lived for hundreds of years. I was 16 years old then and was a student who wished to serve under God in a seminary. From the moment I met him, we were able to talk openly. He was shrouded in mystery, but we became good friends. Sometimes I would go to Egypt, and sometimes he would come to me. Hey, don't make a face. The heaven that I'm talking about pertains to the human mind. Where your spirit will go, I'm not telling you to die. Your spirit evolves, as does your power. Where it finally ascends is what I'm talking about. I thought you might understand what I'm talking about. True happiness lies there. If one is able to go to heaven, I understand that happiness cannot be attained by having an invincible body, or mountains of money, or even being the ruler of the human race. The true winner is the one that gets to see heaven. I will get there, no matter how many things I must sacrifice. Specifically, how would you go about it? He said that, to find out the way. He needed my help. He said that he has written down his findings in a notebook. And, before I could find out the means to do it, the notebook was burned. It was in Egypt of 1989. The one who burned it was Jolene Cujo's father, Jotaro. Cujo Jotaro read the contents of the notebook that day, so he burned it, sealing the knowledge with him forever. So no one would find out, erased along with Dio Brando, who has spent his existence trying to find a way to attain heaven. For twenty or so odd years I wanted to obtain Jotaro's memory containing the way to get to heaven that Jotaro had read in the notebook. Finally in this prison, I got it. His memories. Along with the stand that surpassed even Dio's star platinum to ensure that Jotaro's body would eventually just rot away. Although his daughter took some actions that I didn't expect beforehand, that's all taken care of now. As Jolene falls to the ground. Alright, so do we want to talk about this real quick? Because, like, we're we're in retcon city, bitch. Ret, retcon city, bitch. Well, not technically anything has been retconned. Like, How Dio so? never didn't say... That he met a priest in Egypt and became his friend. (laughs) And we never saw Jotaro not burning a notebook. I mean, isn't that literally the definition of a retcon, though? Inserting continuity where there wasn't any to begin with? (laughs) Yes. It's it's adding a, a lot more story to events that didn't have a whole lot going on. Yeah. We knew Dio was, like, bumming around in Egypt for a while, and Araki saw that he had an opportunity to kind of fill in, like, what this guy was up to, and he did. 
that's that's this. I mean it's fair enough. I'm not saying it's like a bad retcon or no, anything. Just, just kind of like it is. Funny. And also he's sitting in this room filled with windows in broad daylight, which I question a lot. Well, Dio specifically in shadow here. I'll give him that. Like, <laughs> in the in the couple of things he's in shadow. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if Pucci <sighs> knew he was a vampire. Um, I think when they met, he he found out because he had to do the whole thing where he was hiding under the pews. Oh yeah. But uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, I guess we'll get there. But that's we'll our first there. little tidbit of Dio. So, yeah. Well, thing of Dio. <laughs> Let's cut back to Jolene. So she gets yeah, shot. Pucci leaves. Shot what? Uh, what is this? She got shot. Jolene got shot. But by who? The guard? Or maybe Whitesnake found out about where Jolene was going to deliver the disc, and he's around here somewhere. Jolene, the situation, it's not safe. All right, a little, a little too late there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, the door is closing to the courtyard. Uh, Weather uh, kind of just takes a dive because he's still very hurt. What the hell? Jolene! The guard just retrieved Star Platinum. He should be able to clean up this mess. There's no need for me to get involved any further. I should head back to the chapel. Cut back to the courtyard. Uh, The disc that uh, Jolene was holding falls to the ground. And this guard uh, goes from there. What is it? What was it? This thing. A disc. Oh yeah, Jolene Cujo. I was ordered to bring back this disc, and also to completely finish her off. I was ordered, hmm. But I don't remember who it was that made the orders. Was it the warden? It could have been him. Or maybe it wasn't. Cut to weather, heaving in the room. Anyway, I was given orders to completely blast through her head with this gun. Cut back to weather. There's nothing I can do. Nothing I can do will help you now. It's over, Jolene Cujo. Bang, bang. Oh, wait. Frogs? What's, <laughs> what's that on this man's hand? Uh, impacts just as uh, he fires the gun, making the bullets miss Jolene's head. Oh, it's a big frog. It's a big frog. Yeah, it's a big, uh, it's a poison dart frog. I don't know. And it just, like, slides down this man's hand and splats on the ground oh, oh there's more frogs coming down oh that's some frogs oh it's raining frogs yep it turns out it's raining frogs and right now this guard is speaking for all of us oh what the fuck there we go <laughs> weather report <laughs> love them. weather report weather report has the ability to control the weather if white snake is around this is the only thing i can do the only option left for me jolene I'm unable to protect you, but I can protect the discs. And if you have the willpower left in you, you might be able to pull through this. It's a frog bonanza. <laughs> oh, God, that's some frogs there. Yeah, Araki drew like 50 frogs on this page, and they're all impacting this man. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? February 8th, 1859. In England, in the district of Wales, in the mountains of Glamorganshire. A man by the name of John Lewis, working at a lumberyard, was alarmed by something hitting his roof. When he went outside to see the source of the sound, he found thousands of sardines hopping around on his roof and on the ground. He gathered them, grilled them, and ate them. November 20th, 1947, Florida, Tallahassee. September 27th... Wait, what? September 27th, 1971, in Ocala, Florida. Between the years of 1887 and 1974, there were more than 50 reported cases of fish, frogs, snake, and sheep falling from the ground, falling from the sky in the state of Florida alone. It was said to have been caused by tornadoes. It was the most believable. And the poison dart frog, who are abundant mostly in Central America, the bright color on their skin, it is a warning sign to snakes and spiders not to eat them. Under their skin, they have a deadly poison that the Aboriginal Americans used in their blowguns. And we see the effect that it has on this man's face. Ah, what the fuck are these frogs? <laughs> uh, Poochie <laughs> turns around, suddenly 
hundreds of frogs just smash through the skylight he's standing under, knocking his pass out of his hand. This! This! And that's where we'll cut it for this week. Yeah, so... That's a great place. (laughs) Wow. Some shit has gone down. Really, really good. Like, probably I'd say best uh, stand uh, enemy stand encounter uh, fucking Jumpin' Jack Flash so far, I think at least. Easily. Easily. Yeah. And we're getting some big, big time plot movement here. So stay tuned for next week where we'll find out what happens <laughs> post frogs. <laughs> oh, God. Post frogs. Stone Ocean just really opens up. Yeah. Like, you just have to get through the frogs. <laughs> get to the frogs. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, Golden Wind anime. Let's talk well, about that. <laughs> let's downshift. Let's engine break right into this. Um,. So the back half of the last episode was Babyface, and the first ten minutes of this episode finished up Babyface. Yeah, look at that. They soared right through Babyface. I I am so unbelievably pleased. An eight-part stand fight in less than 20 minutes. Love it. Mm Mm-hmm. They did a good job with that, because that means we can go right into uh, Go to Venezia... Uh, retrieve the OA disc and white album all in the same uh, episode, and that's crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> white album is one of like the coolest, most like kinetic fights of all uh, Vento Oreo. I think um, I don't know if you agree or not. Oh yeah, it's up there. I love it. Cause it's much better than the... Babyface. That's for damn sure. Yeah, we can we can definitely put Babyface to rest now, um, but. A lot of the fights in Golden Wind just, like, they don't have a whole lot of movement, per se, I guess. Like, there's exceptions, like Mrs. Truck Fight, um, but a lot, but some of them feel like just stand, stands happening at each mm-hmm. other. But uh, White Album is a lot of just heavy back and forth. Um, the the slow creeping realization that it's getting very cold was done really well. Yeah, Mister leaving his finger behind on the window and then his entire face. Yeah, it's um, pretty fucking horrifying. Yeah, uh, and uh, there's like moments of levity where it's <laughs> where Mrs. Uh, is yelling at Jorno, "Can you drive? Do you have a license?" And he's like, "No, I'm only 15." Come on. Um... Gaccio's uh, whole intro after Giorno stole all those cars was really cool. They really nailed like how mad he is at everything. Yeah, he like he's like basically a walking temper tantrum, and it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> His whole bit where he's like screaming about how um, like people pronounce uh, Paris like one way, but they can't do it with Venice and the, the <laughs> infographic on screen, just like coming down, it's like Venice, Venezia. Yeah. Just, like, call it Venezia. <laughs> He's getting really particular about people speaking Italian properly. Speak Which Italian. Sounds like something an Italian would say. That's oh, all really? that, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Italy, speak Italian. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Um, but yeah, his whole, uh, White Album suit looks so cool. Uh Uh-huh. I like uh, how it starts out by just kind of looking like a glob of ice surrounding him, and it slowly forms into his, like, power armor situation. Yeah, and he's just, like, on top of the car doing the thing, and then knocked off. (laughs) The part where he's grabbing the exhaust of the car is just like, alright, man, (laughs) okay. I I guess, sure, fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, like I guess they're just gonna finish White Album in next episode, and then they're really rushing to get to the first King Crimson fight. Honestly, uh, for good reason, because it uh, it certainly ramps things up into high gear. But I'm excited to see how White Album plays out, because uh, we'll at least get one full episode dedicated to that. So that's cool. Yeah, like. I, I'm almost wishing there was a bad thing to say about Golden Wind, because, like, week after week, it's just been incredibly strong animation and, like, direction. 
Yeah, we've maybe had... Yeah, have we literally had anything bad to say about it? Because I can't it, think of anything. It was a clip show episode, and that was about it. Oh, uh, like well, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it either. Like that, I think that was during the holidays or something. So Yeah, I just it. pretended it didn't exist. Yeah, and you know what? It worked out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that'll do it for us this week. I um, think so. Next week, we will have a Triple Joe episode. Oh, it's, shit. Let's go. Um, oh, yeah. Joe Jolien is in it. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait. no. No. Fuck. No, Jack. Did I jinx it? You jinxed it. No, we're on hiatus this month, Jack. No. Are, are we definitely on hiatus? Yeah, this we're definitely on hiatus this month. Oh, sorry. I got everyone. Ho- everyone's hopes up, including my own, back. Yep. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to move uh, on. Yeah. We'll we'll see you in March on that one. Yeah. Um, But we'll finish up uh, Rainfall Warning. We'll get that arc going. And then the the back half of Stone Ocean unfolds. Um, And keep going with Golden Wind. Yeah. But, yeah. Andy, do you want to tell them where they can find us? Oh, geez. What an honor. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I think I could do it. Uh, so you can find us on SoundCloud, which is our home base. You can also find us on iTunes and Google Play if that's your jam. Mm-hmm. Jack posts the episodes on the subreddit r slash Stardust Crusaders. I tweet them out. Mm-hmm. And you can pretty much find us wherever your little heart desires. So give us a follow on Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave a review on iTunes. You know, you know that whole gimmick. Thanks for joining yeah. us again for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you around.